Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to talk about life through the lens of faith. And you can laugh all you want to, but in the end, there's going to be a day when we all come together at the feet of the Lord Jesus, the Christ, the Christ of God, the one who came to earth and sacrificed himself for us, for our sins. And that's the way we roll it. It's a religion. Uh, Everything is looked at through that lens, that lens of faith, that faith in Christ, the one who created us, the one who sustains us, the one who is coming back someday. And if you don't know him, we suggest uh, finding a Bible, looking up uh, the book of John, read that, read uh, 1 John maybe, come back and read the book of John, um, and uh, go from there and learn who this Jesus is. Because a lot of people know of him, know about him. His name is used quite often. And yet, there are very few, Christ says, that that come through all that to truly know him. And I know, I feel like I've been following him for years and yet I still barely know him. Because I think there's there's so much more to know there than uh, what we know and what we can see. So welcome, happy Monday, and uh, at this show what we do is we do our best to uh, offer the Word of God up as a starting point for the day, and in January, I always love going through the book of Genesis to uh, go back to the beginnings, go back to the foundation for which our faith derives, and those folks who put their trust and faith in theistic evolution and somehow say that the book of Genesis is not what it is, which is fact, uh, can pound sand, in my opinion, because I think it's it's very disingenuous to do that. Um, just because you're more concerned about your fellow compatriots in scientific communities throughout the country because you don't want to give a, get a hard time from them. And uh, it's, it's rather sad, actually. You know, there's two ways to to handle this life. Either putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ or fill in the blank. There's many other blanks uh, or things that you can fill that blank in with. There's secular humanism, there's um, Shintoism, there's Mohammedism, there's uh, evolutionism, and many, many more. But none of those, none of those have a foundational uh, person. You know, Mohammed died. Buddha died, uh, the guy who invented evolution died, the religion of evolution died. The only one still alive is Jesus Christ, sitting at the right hand of God, the Father, the one who made all this, the one who spoke everything into existence. And that's what we got. That's where we're at. So you want to put your faith and trust in something other than Jesus Christ, you're taking a a pretty big chance. So you can do that. I think God gives you the free will to do so. Um, I don't don't believe that he forces anyone to believe, although you can't believe without him, without his grace in your life. And the Bible does say that, uh, you know, no one can come to the Father except uh, he be drawn. No one can come to the Father. No one can come to Christ except he be drawn by the Father. And uh, But the Word of God also says that uh, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So I think the drawing 
in, in my view, is typically found when you're either seek, searching for Christ or recognizing the creation for what it is. Romans uh, talks about that, that everyone is without excuse. I mean, you can see that there is a creation that has happened. There's someone with intelligence that put all this together. This stuff just doesn't happen by chance. And you can say, you know, if you have just enough time, it'll happen, but there's no absolutely no proof for evolution whatsoever. None. Zip, zero, nada. And they can do all the dating methods that they want and say that this fossil we found in the Earth is 600 billion years old, and I'll laugh because I'm like, well, wait a minute. You don't know what was going on 2,000 years ago. If decay rates were the same, you have no clue. You know, people just assume these folks know what they're talking about because they got the white coats on. But I would much rather put my faith and trust in a book that is extremely accurate about the foundations of where we came from. And I would say then, in contrast, where we're also going at that point. So, and the Bible is, the Bible is a very accurate document. If you haven't uh, noticed that, as we've been going through the first few books of Genesis, go read Genesis. You know, they're very accurate in how long people lived. It's very accurate in the uh, genealogies of people, who was whose father and all this and that. And it's all written down as a record by people who were there. You know, this was passed down generation to generation. Somehow, I mean, we don't know how, whether it was written down or verbally passed on. But boy, it, it it's a lot more accurate than somewhere between 600 and 700 million years ago this happened. So just think about that. You know, step back, take the emotion out of it. You know, I for a long time, I didn't want nothing to do with God because I wanted to control my own life. I didn't want to submit unto somebody else's authority. I wanted to be my own God. Didn't really think I was being my own God in my own way, but that's ex exactly what was going on at that time and what was... Uh, the way in which I was acting, the way in which I was uh, living. But when I, it, I finally gave up and said, okay, I get it. I can't do it. You already did it. I just need to accept it. So forgive me, Lord, for trying to maintain control. And in reality, I think that's, you know, 80% of the people that don't put their faith and trust in Christ, that's, that's probably the reason why. They don't want to lose control. They want to control their own destiny, or so they think. And in reality, they're not doing that anyway. So it's a uh, it's an interesting deal, you know, interesting thing that we're a part of. So, hey, how about this? Let's let's look at Genesis ten this morning, and then we'll uh, we'll check the news feeds and maybe make a couple comments on that to start everybody's day. Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and unto them were sons born after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, and Magog, and Madai, and Javan, and Tubal, and Meshech, and Tiras. And the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, and Riphath, and Togarmah. So these sons had to have been born of women, right? So, you know, the, their sons had wives. You know, this Ham, Japheth, and Shem all had wives. Right now, we don't hear about the daughters that were born. The sons of Javan, Elisha, T 
Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodanim. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, and everyone after his tongue, after their families and in their nations. And so that was the sons of Japheth. So there was obviously daughters born in here that became wives of the other men born. So, uh, you know, I guess back then you were marrying a cousin, typically. And sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, and Put, and Canaan, and the sons of Cush, Siva, Havilah, Sabta, Rama, and Sebteca, and the sons of Ramah, Sheba, and Dedan. And Cush begat Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth, and he was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherefore it is said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. And the beginning of the kingdom was Babel, and Erech, and Akkad, and Kalnak, and Kalna, and the land of Shinar. And out of that land went nor or forth Asher, and builded Nineveh, the city of Rehoboth, and Calah. And reason between Nineveh and Calah, and the same is a great city. And Mizraim begat Ludim, and Anamim, and Lephabim, Lephabim, and Naphtuhim, and Pathrusim, and Kazluhim, out of whom came Philistim, and Kaphtarim, and Canaan begat Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and the, the Jebusite, and the Amorite, and the Girgasite, and the Hivite, and the Archite, and the Sinite, and the Avidite, and the Zemarite, and the Hamathite, Hamath, or Hamathite, and afterward were families of Canaanites spread abroad. And the border of Canaanites was from Sidon, as south comes to Gerar, and to Geza, Gaza, and as thou goest unto Sodom and Gomorrah, and Adma, and Zeboim, and even unto Lasha. And these are the sons of Ham after their families, and after their tongues, and then in their countries, and their nations. Unto Shem also, the father of all the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth, and the elder, even born unto him were children born. The children of Shem, Elab, Asher, Arpaxad, and Lud, and Aram, and the children of Aram, Uz, Hol, uh, Gether, and Mash. And Arpaxad begat Selah, and Selah begat Eber. And unto Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided. And his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan began Al-Modad, and Seleph, and Hazar-Mabath, and Jerah, and Hadaram, and Uzal, and Dikla, and Obal, and Abimael, and Sheba, and Ophir, and Havilah, and Jobab, and all these were the sons of Joktan. And their dwelling was from Misha, as thou goest to Sephar, a mount of the east. These are the sons of Shem, after their families, after their tongues, and their lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah after their generations and their nations, and by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. And so we see this, after the flood, these guys uh, all have kids, and their kids, you know, get married and intermix and have more children. And there's an accurate record, right? You see sons of sons here uh, in the Bible, written down for our use 2,000 and some years later to go back and look at the true history of the world. And it's not hard to see. You know, people have looked for, and they'll come up with these archaeological things. Oh, this this thing over here is, it 
it goes against the Bible. It was 5,000 years ago and da 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 And they, again, they have no idea. When you find something in the dirt, what have you found? Something in the dirt, right? You don't know how old it was. You don't know who wrote it unless their name is on it. And you don't know how old it was unless there's some sort of date on there. And we don't really see dating mechanisms coming into play until, uh, you know, we see years, right? We see in the Bible it says, you know, so-and-so lived so many years. But we don't see God specifying a starting point. He didn't say, well, 6,000 years ago I created the earth. He just says, in the beginning. There was a beginning and there will be an end. Because everything we know has a beginning and an end, right? So we... You know, if you accept that and realize that someday this earth will be no more, you're, you know, you're okay. Because you know there's going to be a new heavens and a new earth. And that's where your true home is. Not here. You know, this is kind of, I don't know. You know, some people have argued about the fact of whether this is a uh, kind of practice run for your true life and true existence. I don't know if I would call it that. You know, I'm more of the... Uh, opinion God gave you a life and it's a beautiful thing and you should appreciate it and be thankful for it and do everything we can to give him the glory for it give him back what is his which is your life so but uh, you know others don't see it that way they look at it as kind of a practice run for what you're going to be doing someday in his presence but again you know the Bible is a trusted document. It's a document you can trust to be accurate. And, you know, archaeology always confirms what's in the Bible. You know, even though people will try and put it down and try and say it's a fairy tale and all this stuff. Um, it's just, it's a sad state. You know, I, it just, uh, for people that don't know, that don't trust. And, that can't admit to themselves that, you know, this is true. This is real. This is how we got here. We were made in God's image. And how much more of a beautiful thing is that? That somebody created you with a purpose and and you have value and worth because you were made in the image of God. God says that. God loves you more than I can possibly imagine. You know, he loves all his creatures. And to think that... Uh, it's better to put your faith and trust in random chance processes to bring about all this life. Uh, it's, it's, it just, it, it does. It makes me sad for the folks that do that. And just how little proof there is of any of that in the end, too. I mean, that's, that's the other thing. But there's another thing out there right now that there's very little proof of. No, I shouldn't say that. Because there is. I had COVID and I know it's, uh, um, it can be bad, you know. My oxygen levels were down in the 80s at one point, which supposedly I should have been in the hospital. But, but um, what there is no real proof of is that these vaccinees help anybody or anything. And the double vax boosted squad number, AOC, becomes the latest stem to test positive. And it's happening all over the place because... Apparently, Omicron doesn't care how many boosts you have or what have you. It's uh, it's going to get you anyway. So, 
that's where we're at, folks. You know, AOC gets it and then still says, oh, you need to get your vaccine and your booster. Well, guess what, folks? You know, there's less and less people um, getting really sick over this by the sounds of it. There might be more cases, but cases don't tell the story. And then, you know, there's a constant barrage of lies that have happened over the last two years from the CDC and the FDA and all these other institutions. And we here at It's a Religion believe that it's because you have people running these things that are not faithful people. They're not people of God, people who put their faith and trust in Christ and who are people of integrity. And so we need people of integrity to step up and run things. Um, Joe Biden is not a person of integrity. Uh, he's proven that over and over again over the years. He has no problem lying to people. Um, Hillary Clinton, I, you know, and there's a lot of people on the Republican side too, I'm sure, that, that have no problem um, circumventing the truth. But I do believe, you know, we need people. I met Congressman Jim Jordan once, and that guy just seems like a guy that oozes integrity. And he's just there, you know, trying to do the best he can, going against the, the grain of corruption that's in our government. The, you know, and corruption happens naturally to people. Even people of faith can get caught up in corruption. But our, our hope is that people of, of faith at some point will recognize the error of their ways, repent, and go on the right way. So... You know, there's there's a lot going out there right now. We don't know, you know, economically what's going to happen this year. I think there's, you know, if, if the uh, mandate that Biden has tried to issue through the OSHA uh, administration stays in place and the Supreme Court doesn't tell Biden to pound sand that he does not have the power and authority to do that. Um, I think we're all in deep doo-doo because I think then that just that opens up a floodgate of ways in which um, the federal government through the presidency can be manipulated. And I don't think they'll ever let uh, anybody on the Republican side get elected again. Trump, I don't care who it is. You know, they got away with stealing the last election. Do you really think that you're going to prevent them from taking the next one if they really want it? And they really want it every time. So I don't know that we'll ever have a Republican president again. That's a tr- that is a true Republican in the sense that Trump was. Um, or I should say a true conservative or someone who's going to implement conservative policies. Of, uh, you know, this is our country and we don't want illegal people that come into this country illegally who are criminals. Doing something illegal is being a criminal, okay? And being an illegal alien means you came into this country illegally and not in a way in which you should have and following the processes. But nobody seems to care anymore. It's It, it really is something to see. Uh, so, I mean, it's... it's uh, I really miss President Trump. I gotta say, he uh, he did so many good things, and there are um, <laughs> there are uh, a lot of folks out there who could do similar things, um, 
Yeah, Geraldo was vaxxed and boosted and got COVID too. Oh, it's such a uh, a funny deal when you really get down to it. There's so much stuff. Um, you know, Lindsey Graham on this feed, Resist the Mainstream, uh, warns nation in most dangerous times since the late 1930s. And the radical legislative agenda of President Biden and his Democratic colleagues. So, you know, Lindsey, for all he is, uh, he's not always the best at um, sticking to his guns, right? But I will say, you know, he does get it right once in a while. Care for COVID is turning off the TV, and I would say the Facebook feed and everything else that goes along with that, because that's where it really comes from. You know, these people try and do this stuff. Um, people try and, and keep you in fear and controlled by a narrative that says you're going to die if you get COVID. Well, not really. You know, a lot of people have died with COVID and it may have caused other complications for people. But I wonder what the real true death rate is of just someone dying from COVID, period. And I bet it's very, very minuscule and they could have never got away with this if people really knew the real statistics because I think people would have laughed. And, uh, you know, nobody wants to get sick. And if somebody wants to wear a mask, wherever they go, whatever, go ahead. But the policies that they've been trying to implement, um, especially in blue states, are just simply ridiculous. They don't work any better than, than not doing anything. And at the end of the day, things like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and other uh, things like that, along with zinc and quercetin and, and uh, preventatives like that, are will do the job and you don't need a shot in the arm but I think there is something sinister going on with the shot it's just my personal belief I'm not a scientist I don't know how to analyze these things but when nobody knows what's actually in the shot when you get a sheet that comes with the shot that there's nothing on there I've seen videos to that effect and when the FDA doesn't have to release data for, you know, months and months at a time of the supposed safety analysis they did on these shots. There's something heinous going on here. There's something behind the scenes that isn't right, doesn't smell right. It's just like the election of 2020. You know, you can tell me all you want is the greatest, safest election in history. And I look at the data and go, wait a minute, no, 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 something ain't right here. And all the circumventing they did of the laws that, uh, these guys put in place and you know we should have been all over that beforehand you know lawsuits in Pennsylvania should have been settled before the election that hey you can't do this you know the Secretary of State can't just arbitrarily go we're going to send ballots to everybody just because of COVID the Constitution doesn't end because of COVID but the Democrats don't care there's one side of the equation where faithless godless folks um that are not people of integrity. I would not count AOC as a person of integrity. You can claim that all she wants, but again, her, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, um, Chuck Schumer, you know, folks like that have no problem lying to your face and then going and doing whatever they feel like. And, you know, that's one of the biggest problems with our political class, and yet, 
We keep re-electing him. Why do we do that? Why do we allow Nancy Pelosi to continue being the person? Well, she comes from a district that is insane. But beside that, uh, why do we let these people keep going? And I think there is a, a swell underneath the fabric of this country that is starting to happen. You know, I know I joined our local Republican committee because I want to have a voice in what's going on and who's being elected, who, what candidates we're offering to people. And, you know, I think we need more of that. We need more people who are willing to stand up for what's right and true and good and are people of integrity that, that won't uh, kowtow the first time they get an opportunity to, um, to make money from somewhere or when someone comes and says, you have to do this or we're not giving you any money for your re-election campaign. Well, so what? I'm not going to do that because it's not right. I'm not going to just follow everybody else. I'm going to be my own person and think for myself and do what's right for my constituents, the people who elected me. And I think that's one of the biggest things in this country right now that's wrong is um, people just don't. And, you know, there are even people of faith who um, get caught up in that, I think. And I think that's, you know, you can say that for even people who want to put their faith in theistic evolution too. But anyway, uh, I'm going to leave it at that for the show today. Happy Monday. Thanks for stopping by. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Genesis chapter 10. And we'll go from there. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on the porch swing. The summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mom